are listening to Nathan on Writing, a show where we talk to authors, publishers and other industry professionals about how to get the most out of your writing and how to get your manuscript off the ground. Today I'm talking to Brittany Gutzweiler. She's an author, ghostwriter, mindset and heartset coach and she's created her own publishing business called Bold and Brave Publishing. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Thank you. Hi. That's a, um, that's a lot of hats you wear in your day-to-day business. I do, but it's all stuff I love, so it doesn't feel like work. Good. So what's, um, what is the Brave and the Bold Publishing about? So I actually started Bold and Brave Publishing two years ago, so it's a frequently new company. I started it because I published my first book with a different publishing label, and I just did not get the support, the advice, the uh, knowledge that I was promised from that publishing label. And it just kind of made me realize that there are so many authors out there that are not getting that, that, and many of my friends I've talked to who who felt really lost with their publisher, they felt um, taken advantage of money-wise, just all kinds of stuff. So after I wrote my first book, I kind of decided, you know what, I love writing. I, I've always loved writing. I love working with other people who write. So I kind of just dove right in and decided I'm, I'm going to do the publishing thing. And that's kind of how it started. I, I really wanted to be able to make a place where I could help, you know, people make their dreams come true when it comes to writing books. You know, how many of us dream of writing a book and becoming an author? So I wanted to be able to be part of that process and take them from, you know, their, their very first steps of the manuscript all the way to making it into the actual book. And so that's what I do now. That's amazing. Inspiring. Thank you. So with your authors and with people submitting their work to you for the first time, what would stand out as a great submission before you've even read the manuscript? So the etiquette surrounding approaching you and supplying you with their work. Good question. Well, for me, usually it starts with a phone call. Usually somebody, you know, they're interested, but they want to know a little bit more about the label and what I do and what genre I publish. So usually I'll get on the phone with them. And that's usually a first indication of how their manuscript might go. I love when an author knows why they wrote their book. And that sounds so simple, but a lot of people they'll tell me about their book. And then the next question I ask them is, why did you write this book? You know, what inspired you to write this? And a lot of people don't know the answer to that. And I feel like if you, if you don't know why, and you don't know what inspired you and led you to writing it in the first place, what is going to keep your momentum going to even want to sell the book or to get it into people's hands that need the book or want the book, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. So that's kind of one of my first things that stands out is, is if somebody's able to say, hey, I wrote this book because of, you know, my past life experiences or like what I've done in my life now and I want to inspire other people or, you know, even for fiction writers who have this great imagination, there's always something that they stumbled across that inspired them to write the book. So that's kind of my first thing. I want to see like the heart and passion behind it. So that kind of will let me know if it's going to be something good or maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. When you get your manuscript or the author's manuscript, what shows it as a good submission in regards to the the detail? For me, if it's it's laid out nicely. So, 
you know, editors are great. We need them. We have them. But if you're writing a book, you should at least be able to have the basics down as to being able to, you know, write out the chapters and then the writing under the chapters. And it's interesting because some people don't, they'll just send over words on a paper. And that is really difficult because you're trying to navigate and read through it. And you're like, I don't know what goes with what. And so for me, I really love seeing that if you have some sort of a general idea of what a book would look like when you write it, um, doesn't have to be perfect because that's what the layout and editors for, but a general idea. Also, what stands out for me is if they can grab my attention within the first chapter. So, you know, I'm sure you probably feel the same way, right? When you open a book and you start reading it, yeah. if you're completely lost, like within that first chapter and it just doesn't like grab your attention, it doesn't make you want to keep reading. So that's, that's definitely something I look at once I get the manuscript is, can they keep my attention within the first chapter? Is it interesting? And if, if it is, then usually the whole book will be that way. Try and get that first chapter to be very engaging. Okay. A lot of people worry about the first line. They say the first line has got to open the story and has to contain all these amazing things. But my opinion is that you can't fit too much in the first line. And it's really the first chapter you should focus on. What, what are your thoughts on the first line? I, I agree with what you said. I think the first line can be something that could grab everybody's attention, depending on how they write it. But I would not worry about that first line. I would make it, you know, sometimes simplicity is the best opener. So I would just kind of go with something that really resonates and keep it simple, but then get into more detail. Unless you have that first line that you're like, boom, you're going to give that punch and it's going to work out really well. But I wouldn't worry to, I wouldn't worry about making it that way. As long as you can write the chapter really well, that's what really matters. Okay, good. Thank you. So apart from the formatting, what, what common errors do people make with their manuscripts? I would say, again, going back to not having a general idea of how to write or just, you know, a lot of people want to write a book and they have this amazing story inside of them, but they may not be good writers and that's okay. So if you're, if you know that about yourself and you're not a good writer, I would say take a writing class before you start writing your book or hire a ghostwriter. That's where a ghostwriter comes in and they can take your story and turn it into a book that has really good quality, quantity, just everything in it that's going to help that pull that reader in because that's the most important part is pulling in your readers. What common misconceptions are there around publishing with a, a traditional publisher? I would say one of the biggest things that people worry about is there's big publishing companies, you know, the big publishing houses, there's smaller publishing companies like mine, and then there's self-publishing. And over and over again, I hear that people are scared to self-publish or go with a smaller publishing company and so they try to go for the big publishing companies, which is great, absolutely fine. However, a lot of people get discouraged when their manuscript is rejected or they're told no. So one huge misconception I see is that people think they have to be with a big publishing company to have their book be successful. And that is not true at all. Uh, there are tons of people who even self-publish and their books are bestsellers. So I'm sure most people know about Rachel Hollis. I mean, she's, you know, so famous now. Her, her book was actually rejected from many publishing companies, many big top companies, 
And so she decided to self-publish and now she's famous all over for her book and her work. And so that would be one of the biggest misconceptions, I think, is thinking that you have to go with a specific publishing company to be successful. You do not. Okay, good. And then, so once you've taken on an author and you've signed them onto your, your label, what, what makes a good client for you? What makes them easy to work with? That's a good question too. Somebody who is ready in every aspect. So ready as far as the money goes. You know, they, they wrote this book. Now they're ready to get it out to the world. They have the money to publish it. They have the money to, you know, everything that they need it for. They have marketing. They're ready for marketing ideas. Um, and that's the thing. You don't have to know everything about marketing, but just be open to it. I had a guy that came to me and his book was amazing. It was a, ch a children's book, actually. Beautiful. He wrote it and illustrated it. It was an amazing book with an amazing message, but he had zero ways of marketing the book. He was not on social media. He didn't have any contacts as far as that goes. So it really put a big you know, problem for him because he had no way of getting the book out to the world and he wasn't planning to even try to do that. So I think that a good client could be somebody that, you know, is ready with the money, is ready for the ways that they're able to market a book. They have their website ready, or even if they don't have it, because a lot of my clients don't always have it when they come to me, but at least if they're open to getting it set up while the book is going through the publishing process, that's always a good thing. So you want to kind of get your ducks in a row and that, that helps with the process between the publisher and the author. Uh, somebody who is open to different ideas that maybe they, they're not already thinking about. I think there, there is a, there's a common, another common misconception around if you go traditional, you don't have to do any marketing or any of the promoting. You expect them to do it all for you. But um, as, a, as a publisher, obviously you, you disagree with that, yeah? And I do because at the end of the day, it's still a book with your name on it. So yeah. I kind of think that any marketing to me is good marketing, you know, get it out there in every aspect. I have a lot of, a lot of clients that come to me and they're like, well, should I put it on Amazon? Should I, you know, send it to bookstores? Should I just sell it myself? And my answer to that is always do what feels right for you. The more avenues you can can get your book out there the more people are going to see it so there's no wrong answer when it comes to that you you can put it anywhere and everywhere and the more the better so yeah and I do think that one of the bad things about allowing a publishing company to completely take it over and do the marketing is there's no guarantee that they're actually going to do it so it's good that you do it yourself too yeah are you taking on uh, submissions at the minute at your company yes I definitely am and what kind of what kind of books are you looking for? What kind of manuscripts do you look for? So the genre I publish is pretty much what it sounds like, bold and brave publishing. So I do any books that have a bold message that they want to get out to the world or somebody that's coming forward with a really brave story that they want to tell that maybe was about their life. Um, and anything that anyone wants to write that would inspire and help other people. That's pretty much the genre I do. Um, it doesn't have to be nonfiction. It can be a fictional book as long as it has that, you know, inspiration behind it. Some kind of a story where you're trying to um, inspire and help others. 
that's the kind of genre I do. Okay, brilliant. And where would be the best place to reach you? Um, you can submit your manuscripts on my website at boldandbrave.com. Under, there's a tab that says Bold and Brave Publishing. And you can actually submit it straight through there. Or um, you can email me. And my email is actually already on that website too. So you could email me through the website. It will send me an email. You can also just email me if you'd rather have like a phone consultation to talk about it before you submit the manuscript as well. Brilliant. And that is all I have. Thank you very much for taking the time out. I'm sure you're, you're very busy with your you know, five, six, seven jobs. Uh, and I appreciate you taking Thank the time you. Out. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much.